0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 120 of For the Love of Guns. This is the podcast about the people, the products, and the priorities of the firearms culture. Today I have a great guest on. It's Brendan from the AR Builder Board. He's the inventor of this product, and uh, you're going to hear me say a lot in this podcast. I wish I had come up with it. It's such a simple idea. Why did somebody not come up with this thing before? But good thing that Brendan did. But before we talk to Brendan about the AR Builder Board and building ARs and competition shooting and a bunch of other things, it's time to pay the bills. And this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. If you're looking for a quality holster, you just need to go to Falco. That's it. They make their holsters by hand. They're not a machine just stamping these things out. They're made by hand. So that way you get the fit and finish that is just right for you. And what's great about it, is you can get an awesome holster without breaking the bank because Falco can build a holster for any gun, every budget without sacrificing quality. Go check out Falco holsters and use the checkout code Banshee to save yourself 10%. Now this is also brought to you by Ammo Squared. We need ammo, we're gun people, right? We need ammo. And uh, what's a better place to buy it than Ammo Squared because they got an Awesome online platform that you can do all your purchases. You can have them like pull like 20 bucks a month or 20 bucks a week, right out of your checking account, kind of like a 401k and invest it in ammo. Go check out Ammo Square because they're really making us rethink ammo. It's not just for your guns anymore. It can also be well, almost like an investment. You got a link down below. Now in this episode, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to give something away. But you're gonna to need to listen all the way to the end to find out what given away and how to win it. Now the bills paid. Let's talk to Brendan. Brendan, tell me about your love of guns. Everybody, I am Brandon Kohler. I invented
1: the AR builder board behind me, and he'll be able to show a great example of it. And I basically struggled when I was building my first couple ARs, and Jason really likes the products, gone over some details about it. And I didn't like what was out on the field. There wasn't, some of the mats weren't a scale. There was just pictures. There wasn't, it wasn't an ABC order or it was an ABC order, which isn't how things actually go together. And I needed that little bit more of a white glove approach and more handholding. And I was already building more competition rifles for myself and different calibers. Cause there's all types of different disciplines out there. And a lot of them were all on the AR platform. And I'd be sitting there while my kids in the bath and I'm putting together a 308 and I'm like, why is this such a pain? And why is this different than the AR? And then I would build an AR9 and I'm like, why is the mag catch already done for me? And I got these extra parts. And so I eventually put it all together, started making a prototype out of foam that would hold all the parts for me. I made animated videos and live action videos walking through each step to help people because I saw how many people would struggle. And I'd go to gun shows and see people bring two halves of a gun and hand it to somebody and say, Hey, put this together. And I'm like, I know what you're missing. (laughs) And seeing all the oops kits. And I was like, I'm going to make this better.
0: Well, and that's the thing is it's such a simple concept. And we've talked before where I've, and I've said this even on, on, on the show um, talking to other people, it's such a simple concept that I'm so pissed that I didn't come up with it, right? I mean, when I first saw this, I'm sitting there going, it, it, the light the light bulb went off the first time I saw it. I, I, I know exactly what that product is and I know exactly what it's going to solve. Yeah, um, And it, it's, it's a shame that I didn't have it like a, a few months earlier when I did the AR-15 class at Freedom Crew. Um, not that it would change the learning experience, but it would have been easier to show, okay, this, this, this. And even the way you line it, you line things out for steps. Um, I do, for some reason, I go right after the mag catch first. I don't know why, I just do. A lot of
1: people like Um, testing it or putting it in their vice. So I I hear that once in a while.
0: So, um, but I like like the steps that you do. And and one of the things I've said is this is almost like an AR build class on your bench, right? I mean, and for everybody, we're, we're showing the board, but you also get, and uh, of course, to get the nice glare of the studio lights there, um, you get a really nice instruction form that's, you know, laminated too, right? Because, I mean, let's face it, uh, we get grease and stuff on our benches, so <laughs> it's nice having something laminated we can wipe off. But even the diagrams are easy to follow, right? I mean, for somebody who has never done this before, they might not understand an exploded diagram, but... On something that's on an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper it, it's big enough that you can see because everybody's like looking at an exploded diagram on their computer or their cell phone and you just can't quite see there's so, a lot of engineering that,
1: arrows too of where it goes in and what right. what order so and that's why thinking, i also made like even the different videos there's a parts assembly video because you made you may know what the trigger is, but you don't know any of these other parts. You don't know the spring. So I purposely made a couple minute video that just identifies them. So you're like, oh, I can pick these out now. And a lot of them make sense and I'm playing perfection and trying to beat the clock in 60 seconds. But hey, I might want to know yeah. what this is called.
0: Yeah, well, and that's one of the things. So when I first started the channel, gosh, was it almost six years ago? Um, one of the 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 whole founding of the channel was is that I was sick of bad instruction videos. Right. Someone agree. Someone put a, a gun together. Right. And you're like, okay. You're like, I have no idea what the hell you did. Right. Or, or like, then they're like slow and they're like, okay, we're going to put this thing in. And you're like, cool, cool, cool. Your hand's in the way. <laughs> um, or I can't see there's no lighting. Um, so I, I was like, that drove me nuts. And that's why I started doing the type of content I did. Nice. And then when I start seeing things like this, I'm like, this is awesome because now this really is like a, a a class on your bench. Um, and I also like it because anybody that's built ARs has had pins rolling around on their bench. Let's face it. We don't have guardrails on our benches. Right. Um, so it's nice to have things laid out so they're not rolling around the bench and it's easy to to put your rifle together.
1: And a lot of classes have actually bought like 20 packs for the instructors. They might not go through the videos on class, but they want that board to hold all the detents so that they're not yep. rolling off the table because they'll spend hours setting it up and then one person hip checks the, the table and it all goes yep. everywhere.
0: Yeah, that, it's funny. Um, yeah, you know, I've had... I don't even have it here anymore. I used to have it right here. I don't know. It's somewhere else now. But like, I have one of those magnetic sweepers. Okay. Um, for you know, because it's carpet in here. <laughs> and, you know, it's like when I built the studio out. Um, well, it wasn't even a studio. This is when I was doing all my gunsmithing and I was a licensed dealer. Um, I never thought about. Hey, it's probably not a bright idea to have a dark colored floor. Things you learn, right? Uh, I got, it was, it was industrial carpet. It was cheap. Cool. It hit my budget, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a thing. Cause I, I've talked to people who have put on like AR build classes and even then they have, you know, the, the, the hard tile floors, a detent or a spring will hit the floor and bounce somewhere else and roll. And yeah. And they basically have like a, like a ton of spare parts kits laying around. Right. you know, it, I mean, if you're teaching an AR class, a- at the minimum, you're going to have, for spare parts, you're going to have uh, the det- the front detent and front detent spring. You're going to have extras of those, because people are going to shoot them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it just
0: it happens, right?
1: I advise the safety uh, glasses during the build.
0: Yes, yes. So, and that's the nice thing is at least this thing, we're we're keeping our parts on our bench where they're supposed to be um we're identifying the parts ahead of time right so that way okay here's my part and you know a lot of the i'm looking at at parts kits um on my pegboard there some are laid out and some are just in baggies
1: you know covered in oil still
0: covered in oil still yes so (laughs) for those people who are the first time builder they have no idea what these parts are right not at all um so it's nice to it's nice to identify and, put, and lay them out so that way we've got everything set up and then we can methodically go through. Okay, here's our first step. We're going to need you know, step one is three parts. Step two is three parts. Uh, step four is four parts. Um, and and what's nice about that, we were talking offline and I, I, I had this in the video, you've got these little hash marks and it's like that is like the greatest idea because that's your step. This Correct. step is that's what that's why I can do the math. It's not that I know all the parts off the top of my head. It's because I look down your board and go three, three, four. I can count really fast.
1: Yeah, those are uh, gonna
0: work together. Yeah, so this is this is the greatest thing about that is hey, look we, we got this on our bench. we're keeping our parts safe. Here's the order to put this thing through. This is for I mean even after you graduate to, I've built a few ARs and I know what I'm doing. You're still going to use this thing because my parts are laid out and they're not going to roll around.
1: Yeah, or um, if you're missing something from a, a low-end company that you bought, you're like, hey, let's check this one. And you're like... "That's That has I, never I happened have,
0: ever in the world, has it?
1: I have missed mag catches from companies that sell a lot. I'm like, where's my mag catch? And I'm like, there's nothing else in the box. This box isn't ripped. I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. I have to go steal one from somewhere else. And that doesn't happen often, but it's still... You, you wouldn't know you're trying to build, you're building out of a Ziploc baggie or out of a Tupperware container. A guy sent me a picture the other day and he just had one of the magnetic cups for hardware screws. And I was like, hey, my product would have definitely helped you. One of these. Yeah. And that's how he was building. And I'm like, <laughs> enjoy.
0: i thought with that. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. As soon as you said that I looked over, I knew exactly where mine was. Um, and I don't use it as much as, as I used to in the beginning. Um, but it's just one of those things of, uh, I don't know how a new person would even use, I I mean, just even fighting the magnet, trying to get the parts off is going to be tough. And then, and then you're trying to get the parts off. You're using a pair of tweezers, something and the part becomes magnetized. And then, you know, yeah. And then you put that detent in and it comes right back out with your tweezers. Um,
1: I've seen people struggle, which is why I wanted to help. And I mean, some of the videos had a half a million views. I'm like, I know people are struggling with this. I know people are searching this, that I I kept wanting to get it on the market, kept wanting to help people. The fact that people were willing to buy my prototype from, uh, the gun show when I would go out wholesaling and they're like, I get calls every week. I get people bringing me in ARs every week that aren't working. And we got to take them completely apart or. They didn't put in a D10 or they didn't put in a uh, the disconnector spring or they put the disconnector spring in upside down. And they're like, hey, it's firing, interestingly, in my range.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing is we've been talking about build. This also helps with disassembly. Because as you pull the gun apart, you can put the part into the position. So so really, once you know how to build, if you know, I mean, taking guns apart are generally e- easy. Putting it back together is the harder part, right? Yeah. Um, but that's the thing is is I like about it is is if you're new to ARs and you're pulling a gun apart, just pull this thing out and put the part where it belongs. Number one, it's not going to roll off your bench, and number two, when you go to put it back together, well, just follow the board.
1: I mean, that's why we went with the build in Clean and Upgrade. And you don't have to take down, like, take out your trigger. Like, a lot of people are not going to take the trigger yeah. to no. clean it. You don't you don't need to do that. Wipe around it, things like that. But it definitely does give them the upper hand. And you can see how much stuff actually gets into your trigger. You're like, wow, I had no idea. You thought all the explosions were way
0: closer to the barrel. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah, that's until, that's fine. I have an AR barrel here. Until they realize that, well, the gas is coming back, and then you're filling up the upper receiver full of gas. Um yeah, it's it's like yeah, I don't take mine a uh apart. You know, I don't take every once in a while I'll take the trigger out, but it's very rare. Um I just stick a Q tip down there and just wipe it Agreed. out. It's good. It's it's good enough. Uh um, I like my drop in scary. triggers, but yeah, it's it's funny. I was thinking drop in trigger and I know I've got one over here on the bench somewhere too. Um Which is additional yeah. a point for having the
1: miscellaneous uh, spot yeah. and then during the videos I have a build with a drop and trigger because you might have bought a drop and trigger or a hunting trigger two stage trigger and it's like hey yeah. what happens now with all these different parts and it's like I got a video for that yeah
0: because that's that's the cool thing is I love that you you thought of a miscellaneous area um, because I, if I just want to dump something I can just dump it there or like you said it, it's funny now that I see, now that, I see that it's going to drive me nuts until I do it
1: um, is I have faith in you, Jason.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I you know, I know I saw it. Um, Guy's gonna drive me nuts. But anyways, that that miscellaneous area is oddly the shape of the cartridge for a trigger, <laughs> for the this the the self-contained trigger. But yeah, no, I like I like that, and so you now. With this being such a such a simple idea, mine says Mark seven, so this yep. is obviously the seventh revision. Um,
1: There's even a dot so there too, because
0: there are some revisions in Mark oh, seven. Yeah, <laughs> Mark seven dot. <laughs> so, with it being such a simple idea, why, how did it take, why did it take you seven times just to come up with this?
1: If you saw the original ones out of foam and I just had everything there, like it wasn't even an order. It was just numbers. Like, Hey, let's get this all cut. Let's make it look cool. Like, Hey, this is what I really want. And then I just made a couple of them. I made 30 of them. Cause I thought I could sell a bunch of them at the first gun show. And then I went to put one together, how we organized it. And it was, this isn't going to work and you're bouncing all around and you're jumping around. And so I had to, I had to move things. I had to make it a little bit easier had to line things up for people, had to make a video with it to actually make it match better. And then as people use it, as kids would play with it, as an experienced builder would do something, or as there was an uh, like enhanced trigger group or enhanced trigger guard, it's like, hey, this is wider. I got to make a little difference. Yeah. Some of these have screws for the pistol grip. Some of them have the Allen wrenches. Some of them have washers. Yep. Some of them don't. Some of them have the trigger guard that has the two spring-loaded ones, and then some of them have a punch and an Allen wrench and with a pin. And so I had to keep making changes to it. I also had to buy all of the kits, the Cax, the Andersons, the Anderson stainless steel, the arrows, the arrow enhanced, uh, CMMG to make sure they all fit. And they all say mil-spec, every one of them, just like a Glock 19 Gen 3. They all say mil-spec. And the differences and tolerances I got, I had to widen a lot of parts. I had to uh, change tolerances to open them up. And the number one part, which is funny, you can't see it in my picture right here, but is the disconnector out of every yeah. kit. That is the one that has the widest discrepancies. And then it, I would build them and I just kept making changes and making it better. And then it's funny. It's like an inside joke. But Mark seven also the rapid deployment uh, Iron Man suit so oh yes it is meant for <laughs> rapid deployment of building your ar
0: oh uh, that's funny um no but it's it, it's funny because you don't think about that you know i i know that because i built so many ars i've worked on so many guns um just because something's spec it's not spec i mean if we look at you know, just even ar barrels the barrel extension you can get variances of that barrel extension between ma- even within the same manufacturer, just depends on who they buy that barrel extension when they put them on. Um, so nothing is really truly spec, right? True. I mean, I mean, I, I've seen you know uh, dust cover, um, you know the the bar for dust cover stick out too far. I've seen I've seen all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, like it's a rod. How did you screw up a rod? You know, it should be this length. <laughs> Um it happens. It happens. And and yeah, I can I can only imagine how many lower parts kits you went through just to get to this point.
1: Enough that I started selling them on my website afterwards. I'm like, if you want this with the with builder board, here's the price.
0: Here's a lower parts kit.
1: Awesome. And then talking to customers, they would want the whole kit and caboodle. And that was that was even a problem with like not being an FFL. They're like, Oh, can you sell me a strip lower also? And I'm like, No, I want you to go to your local gun shop. Like, I don't want to compete with those guys. I want those guys as partners, and I want them to carry it around the country so that every time you buy a lower parts kit, you're doing a build. Like, I want this to be a hand product. Like, hey, did you know this exists? And it's it's helped so many people, and I've gotten reorders and referrals, and I've had people call me like Saturday night on a sat, like yeah, just late Saturday night. I saw your product online, and I had some questions, and they're like, your voice sounds familiar. I was like, I'm the guy. (laughs) I'm the guy. It's this, is, this is a one-man shop. Like I know you called a voice over IP number, but I'm the one that picks it up. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you this. When I mean you've you've built lowers. Um how long did it take you before all of a sudden the light bulb went off that this is the product? I mean
1: probably my second or third one that it needed something in the market. Cause I, I had had the cleaning mats. I had look at some of the other products that it's a giant tackle box and it's cool. It fits everything. Nothing's labeled. And I'm like, this is neat, but why is nothing labeled? Yeah. It fits there perfectly, but then nothing from there tells me anything. Like I have, I have no idea how to use it. Like it's just, it just fits. Yeah. I'm glad it fits. And I'm like, I've got to make it, better and actually walk people through the steps of how do you do this? And how could you you walk your child through it? How could you walk a first time person through it? Because there's you have everyone from mechanics and engineers have able to tinker with this to somebody that's like, I have not mechanically inclined and I've only put together furniture. Okay, let's let's help you from scratch. Let's make this a team activity, a date night activity, uh, a bonding activity. Like I'm surprised how many parents buy it for their kids. And ideally, I've also wanted to keep it right in that uh, price threshold that could be a gift idea. So the gun enthusiast in your life, you're like, oh, they would like this. And I've had people buy it as a gift because they know they like rifles and maybe they'll maybe they'll build their second one because a lot of people have their first AR, but they've never built one. And I'm like, hey, if you've ever wanted to two stage trigger, if you've ever wanted to hunt, if you've ever wanted to make a conversion kit or a different caliber and. Like I'm, a lot of people make fun of like the PCC, the pistol caliber carbine, but I'm like, do you know how easy it is to train someone to shoot with a nine millimeter rifle? Like it's super easy.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's less expensive. Everything. Well, and it's yeah, it's one less caliber you have to deal with. It, it, it's funny because PCCs, I, I know people just trash on them, but I'll tell you what, their secret. You know they're they're closet PCC peoples, right? I mean, let's face it, you get them out to the range and hand them one, they're gonna they're gonna have fun. They yeah. might not admit it, but they're gonna have fun. Um and that's and just some difficult. ranges
1: limit you that you're not allowed to shoot rifle calibers. That solves well, the yeah. problem immediately.
0: Yeah, because that's that's a and what people don't understand. I mean I remember uh, back in the 90s, early 90s, my father and I were looking at, at trying to build a range when we lived on the East Coast. Uh, we thought, hey, it'd be cool to do an indoor gun range. And then you know, I started looking at all the research of this stuff and how to build a range. And I, I got a manual. I still have it today. It's like this thick nice. about range design and, and all kinds of crap. And then you start looking at bullet traps. You're like, well, I, I want to be able to shoot up to, you know, whatever. And then you start getting prices in for that steel down at the back end. You're like, well, oh, maybe this is, maybe not. I mean, people don't realize that that's a lot of money on their bullet traps on the backside and um, rifles tear them up. I mean, yeah. So I can see why, I can see why ranges will limit things or they'll say, You can only shoot rifle in these two bays, right? Mm -hmm. Because they have the steel downrange for it. But no, it's, um, yeah. That's why I I even made it
1: nine millimeter compatible.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is it's basically, um, I mean, if you're going to build your first AR, this is going to help you get through it. Um, I mean, between that and this, you're set. Uh, it, it's just, it's so awesome to see, we see products come out, right? And we see like, okay, I've got a, you know, I'm going to have a torque wrench. I'm going to have this, that, and the other. We're, 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 we're so focused on these professional tools. Like, I need this tool to do this job. But and then, not we're everybody's like, got that. Okay. Yeah, not everybody's got that. And then it's like, okay, great. I've got all these tools. I have no idea what to do, right? Um, I mean, a mechanic's going to have a torque, you know, they're going to have a torque wrench. Right. Cool. I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy, you know, my armor's tool, whatever. I can do that. They have no idea how to build an AR, but yet, like we were talking earlier, they could, most of them could follow a diagram, um, lay the parts out, follow a diagram. It's, it's, I hate to say it, but it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like AR building for dummies right here,
1: right? I tried to make it simple and, kept reiterating things, kept making it. I mean, originally like one of the other prototypes was a five layer thick Pelican case and every layer was cut out based on the parts and it was too expensive to, to make And it looked cool. Like when you open it, you're like this is awesome. And then like, it's a one-time use because then once you take all the pieces out, you got all this extra material, but it, it looked neat as how it shipped. And I was like, I've got to make this a little bit easier to make out of something people like because I've even got people like I'll get customer reviews and customer photos and they put it on the wall like it's artwork like hey here's the diagram here's the builder board and then they just they keep it near their workbench for their next build or someone's like hey what's that and it turns into a discussion they're like oh let's build one together or mechanics sometimes I've had them buy multiple packs because they're like I'm tired of building ARs for people and I just hand them your product
0: (laughs) here you go just do it
1: (laughs) And I've that's, had gun shops, same it. way. Some of them like the product. Some of them, it takes it away from them because they're like, oh, we charge customers 50 or $150 to build their ARs for them. You're taking away our revenue. I'm like, well, what happens if you're busy? <laughs> this would be good.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, it, it's like you've got, th- those type of shots, uh, shops are missing the point, right? I mean, I, I get it. We're going to make, we, we got to make money. Okay, cool. But if you sell them something like this, they're going to come back for the parts kit over and over and over again. Um,
1: And then they might want to build another gun. So
0: then you got all that revenue. I mean, you just you just you're you're actually making a repeat customer. I mean, I get that you're you're going to lose some money off the backside of the shop, but let's face it, most gunsmith shops they're not really making money off an AR build. They're making money off of recrowning barrels and you know remington 700s and, and stuff like that or you know hey i need a trigger job that's no i i get it I, I i mean i i but still come on guys this really is going to create some repeat customers
1: that's why i um, like some of them have done like a must-have monday and they'll make like an eight-week marketing class or course basically and so Week one on Monday, here's a strip low receiver for 79.99, and you buy that. And then week two, you get lower parts kit, you get the builder board, then you get your upper, and then you start putting it all together. And within like seven or eight weeks, and for eight hundred dollars, you build a whole AR. And people get a big kick out of it. And then they come in and they get what they needed and it's on sale. And then so long afterwards, they'll start it over again. And they're like, This has been really successful. I'm like, I'm really happy because that's a neat
0: idea. See. See, it's funny as I'm I'm thinking about this. Uh, if I was a shop, if I was if I was smart, I'd take a lower parts kit apart, put it on the put it put all the lay all the parts out of here, right? Take this thing, shrink wrap it, sell it to someone, yep. like that, and of course you're gonna have to mark it up because you know your lower parts kit, your lower parts kit now becomes you know $110 we get it right because you got to pay for the board and then what you do is you sell the uh the kit the refill kit <laughs> <laughs> you're not selling you're not <laughs> selling a lower parts kit you're selling a refill kit for the oh, builder no. board. <laughs> that, that's that's
1: board. that's one way i like it i'm gonna start telling customers that
0: yeah you're a lower parts kit yeah you' sell refill kits <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, that's just the thing is, um, is, as I love this thing. It's like I said, I've said this so many times, it's such a simple product. I'm just The second I saw it, I was just like, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Um, and then talking to you and then realizing that you've been through seven revisions of this. I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> it would have drove me nuts.
1: <laughs> it's been fun and rewarding and keep getting people to buy more of them. And then the repeat customers and getting photos of builds. Cause like, it's neat to like, not throw out like SDI, but like they have their build weeks and people submit what they did. And I would get similar stuff because somebody had finished with it and like, oh, look what you helped me do. Or I've had a strip lower in my safe for two years, for five years. I met one guy in Toso, Oklahoma. He had one of the like original Wheeler armors kits. Like it had a different name. I had to look it up how old it was. And he goes, I've never felt confident enough to do it. And I got your product. And I'm, he's like, I'm going to go home this weekend and finally build this thing. It's been sitting there for years. I was like, that, that's encouraging. And it kept making me want to make more models, and uh, which I'm working on now, because there's other popular models that are Legos that you can use. Some people have had really crazy requests, like a Desert Eagle. I'm like, I'll sell two of them a year. Like, that, that's not going to well, yeah. work. I, I'd rather have yeah. something that people can get and get parts for and make them nicer and go from there. So there's additional models coming out too. Cause people, people like the hands-on approach and they want
0: more builds. Well, and that's, it's funny. Cause you know, I know what you get. Yeah. You know, can I have this for a I, I get the same thing for content. Like, Hey, you do really great, can you do it for this? I'm like, well, first of all, I need that gun. All right? So if you want to spend like 600 bucks and send me one, I'll, I'll be happy to do a video on it. Um, but I'm not going to go out and spend $600 on a gun to do a video for, you know, and it's going to, you know, 200 people are going to watch it. Right. Um, I, I just can't, I, I can't justify my, I can't justify my time of producing a video effect. Um, but Hey, if you want to make it to the point where I have zero money laid out, I'll do it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a cool idea. And I love that you're already looking at, um, what's next, right?
1: It's based on feedback too at gun shows, like what gets requested, what, if you tally it up out of a hundred, what, what gets requested, what gets asked for. And that's what like a lot of companies don't do is they're like, oh, I got this idea and we're going to do it, put it out there and no one buys it versus, Hey, what are people asking for? What are people willing to buy? Today, What are they willing to buy as a pre-sale, as a prototype? And that's like, okay. so I have my next three things that are coming out. And then I've had requests from other people like, hey, we will pay for this because we'll release something and we need it as a partner, a companion project or companion product. I'm like, let's do that. That sounds great.
0: Well, we've already established this is Model 7. How how many hours do you have into this thing? Years. So I mean that's that's what people don't realize, right? I mean, the product, that's that's the cheap part. Um, I mean, all the time that you put into it, that is that's the actual cost.
1: And finding out refinishing techniques and speeding things up, and I mean, because I'm I'm manufacturing myself too, so like there's only a couple pieces that I have to buy as like the case as its own thing. Everything else is being made and worked on and things that are go faster uh, holding ability for it. And it it all adds up. And I mean, I've had fun with it and I've learned a ton and it's made me be ready for the next models and apply it to other aspects. But it's been rewarding, too, just because it sells and it helps people. Otherwise, it's like, hey, this is just this is time consuming and money consuming. And there's plenty of things that happen like that that don't get the same rewards.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I, you know, I'm glad to hear that you're. I'm glad to hear that you're doing it, right? I mean, if it takes off, obviously you're going to have to get people or you know outsource things. But it's so great seeing small companies start, and then hey, look, I'm. It's like, it's me. I'm making that product. When you call me, it, when you call the number, I'm answering the phone. Um, I mean, that's just. I mean that that's the that is the 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 true, you know, American entrepreneurial ship right there. Right. And get it, get a product, get the thing, you know, matured out to the market where people are buying it. And then it's just like, okay, cool. What's next. Um, and that's, that's the hard part is to what's next. Uh, the, Always. Good, the, good, the good thing is, is that people are telling you what's next.
1: And it's not a commodity. Like you can't just use it and you have to buy another one my wife, yeah, likes, it, like, no more products that like, you got to do a consumable. I'm like, no, I know <laughs> people only buy one of them, but they need other models and they help friends and then
0: they give one away. Well, it's funny. Cause I, I would think that, you know, I'm thinking about it. it. It's, it's such a great learning tool. I can, I would see some shops if they start training, you know, cause there, there are some gunsmith shops that let's face it, they're, they're getting the they're getting the slave labor coming right out of college, or maybe not even going to college. Um, they're going to train those people. It'd be kind of cool if they had these laying around for when the you know in six months when they get the next new noob in there working on something. Um, I mean, th- this is a product that goes across a lot of the industry. I mean, it's not just the the consumer. It's you know the it's it's the people building the stuff. It's the people working on the things. It's it's a tool. I mean that's the thing. It, it, this is a tool. I mean either either it's a learning tool, or a job aid. Or a it what? Can be both. A job aid. This okay, makes my yeah, yeah. this this makes my job easier, right? So I mean, it's just I mean it's a tool, and uh, I, I absolutely love this now earlier, you were talking about shooting competition. So what kind of competition you shoot?
1: I mainly focus on three gun and then I travel around the region of the Midwest and go to a bunch of three gun matches. Um, But I also like doing like pistol matches like a USP USPSA because it's more of action pistol and you get to like knock things down and you really got to think through things and it's amazing to watch someone that's good at it and they do something in a third of the time of everybody else. And then the people that can like shoot on the move and hit everything. And then the people that have to like go to spot one and shoot four targets, move to spot two, shoot three targets, reload, move to spot four (laughs) and so on. And so you learn a lot and then you've got to apply things and then you know what you're good at, what you're not good at. Because it's fun because it's like a gamble too, because you can take risky shots at like 40 yards or do you run all the way up there and waste time to then get a good shot on it Yeah. And so it's, it's a a trade-off and you never know what kind of props you get to use. I went to a big match in Missouri recently and we were shooting out of like school buses. We had like airplane, airplane props. We had to shoot out of a tree that had been carved out. And it's just, it's really neat. Like what you get to do. And then people design the stages and they're fun. And then you get to transitions between the firearms. And then I like taking like friends and customers too. Like I'll go to a Friday night steel with my kids and just shoot at steel plates at 15 yards and it's very non-threatening you're on the buzzer but it's like there's seven-year-old kids out there to seven-year-old people and everyone's out for a good time and it doesn't matter if you got something from the box that day or if you've got a custom build everyone's out and learning stuff everyone's in good moods and it's been funny because even when i bring people from outside the industry to a match they're like there's so much camaraderie and everyone's so nice and if something goes down Somebody will hand you a $5,000 gun. Hey, shoot my gun, shoot my ammo. And they're like, Yeah. You don't see that in auto racing. You don't see that in other things of how close people are and how helpful they are. And they're not like, they're not mean on you. They're like, Hey, do you want to do this? Or, Hey, let's, let's check your foot stance. Or it, it, it's just, it's so different than a lot of other sports and activities.
0: And that's because, you know, for me, I, I don't shoot, I don't compete anymore just because my, my I blew my knees out. But um, I missed that about about it. You know, I didn't start competing. I started competing when I was 21. Uh, when I turned 21. I went out and bought a Glock 17. Inside the little Tupperware was the GSSF card. I'm like, what's that? Um, and, you know, I shot a couple of GSSF shoots, got my father involved into them. And then, um, you know, back then, you know, people were doing Bianchi Cup. I'm like, yeah, that's too fast of a game for me. But then ipsic is a thing. I'm like, well, what's IPSC? And then uh, you start shooting some IPSC matches. And it's like, I, I don't have, a, you're showing up and like, you barely have enough gear. And then people are like, here, here's here's a mag holder for you. you. You need another mag holder. Here's another mag holder. Um, uh, out here in the West, I was shooting uh, USPSA. And it, it's great. It's great to go there because, you know, I remember one match we were shooting is someone ran out of ammo. Right. And like we're like, I'm like, I got an ammo can in the trunk of my car if you need ammo. And he's like, Why well, don't want to shoot up all your ammo. I'm like, it, it's good. And, and and finally, like, we're like, how, you know, the whole squad's like, how how much do you need? And he goes, Yeah, you know, I need like 50 rounds. And we're like, well, there's 20 there, there's 20 of us here. So really if we give you, you know, two bullets apiece, you know, is a couple of people give you three, you're good. You you know, we're we're out like a buck to a buck fifty, right? And uh, you know, so everybody, everybody will just chip in, and and it's so nice. And it's like I, I've seen people come up, and they go, "I'm nervous, I'm afraid." And you're, and I'm like, man, you're in a squad. All of us were noobs at one time too. Um, we're here to have fun. You know, you get up there, the RO, you just tell when you get up there, tell the RO
1: that you're new, you're yeah, new, first uh, time.
0: First time shooting because that RO is going to slow everything down. And they're going to, they're going to go through the stage. Yes. we're When we walk into a stage, we start looking at our shots. You see us leaning around things and, and doing our shots, but um, we were all there. We were all there once too. And that's, that's the greatest thing about this sport. I, I love this Um, uh three gun. I got into three gun uh right before I, Blew my knees out. Um and uh yeah, I showed it my first three gun, which oddly enough, a lot of the shooters are USPSA shooters, right? Um so they because they're like, okay, this is just our other uh game that we play. And uh, you know, I'm I'm walking in and like "Uh, you need some you need some more gear to get through this. And you know, these are all guys I've shot with before, they don't care. They have I walk out like when I go, when I go to a match, like I'm bringing site pushers and all kinds of crap with me. Yeah. Not because I, not because I need a site uh, push one of my sites. It's just in case someone needed, uh, you know, someone's site came loose or whatever.
1: Yeah. Someone's got an Allen wrench set for you. Someone's got some Loctite. Yeah. Like my, my red dot came loose on Sunday and I was like super upset. And then somebody, somebody brought out a little Wheeler, uh, torque tightener and some loctite. And so I I did one side at a time and then re zeroed it and I was good to go. And like, people don't realize even new people like you start shooting a couple 100 rounds that day, or you're doing a training or you're doing a match stuff comes loose. And stuff you didn't know would come loose. And sometimes your scopes and sometimes uh, safeties, everything else, you're like, you've got to tighten this stuff down that you don't know it has got so much Going until you've experienced it. Same with like stretching your springs and stuff. People
0: are like, "You got to stretch your pistol springs." It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's a thing. Um, and that's what that's what I love. I really love about the community of this of of shooting. I mean, it's just, hey, look, this is how this is how it is. We're all here to have fun. You know, am I competing against you? Sure, but I'm here. We're also here to have fun too, right? We're also here to get other people into our sport. Agreed. And then, um, so where I'm kind of looping back around Is it comes back to this, right? Now I see something really cool, but I don't know what to do with it. You know, okay, I, I've got this AR. It, it's a stock AR, but I saw something really cool. Maybe I want to build it. Maybe I want to keep my stock AR stock, but now I want to run something else. I'm going to build it. Yep. There you go. Um, and, what's and cool is was why you're at it.
1: That was one of the you're reasons there, I needed to tell you it. how to build
0: it. Yeah. Because
1: I needed a drop in trigger ability or I'd change my mag catch and I'm just doing it with some alleners. Like, what am I doing with this? I'm like, man, I really want to want a guide or should I watch a YouTube video on it or should I just see what happens? Or I would upgrade like my strip low receiver. I went to a competition one that had a bigger mag well so I could stick it on a barrel and it wouldn't yep. bounce out just to save time. And it's like, Hey, what are all these pieces? And I'm like, so it just every little learning experience made me add to what I was going to do to help other people. And that's how it all came together at the end. See, and that's,
0: that's the cool thing about, about this, right. Is number one, your product came out from number one, your experiences and number two, a need, right. Mm-hmm. Through your experiences, there was a need you came out with a thing, you continued to refine it based on a, additional experiences, right? Um, well, hey, this one, th- this product is a little bit different. Okay, we got to widen this here. You know, make it as generic as possible because as we said before, mill spec is not necessarily mill spec <laughs> um, Mil-spec is close enough spec. Um, and then, you know, it, it, it's all out of your experiences of that. and that's really kind of where the family of the, of this sport comes out. Hey, we're here to help each other. All right? Here's go to a competition. We're going to get you through it. I mean, I have no, I, I can't count how many times at a match I've heard someone yell front sight" because it's a new, it, they know it's a new shooter. They know that you're not focusing correctly and they're just, they're just yelling it out for you. To to get your mind back into the proper way of shooting, yeah. and then um, it's all helpful. We're trying to help each other. We're trying to get everybody through this. Um, you know, the content that I, I produce, I produce it because I want people building guns. I want people maintaining their guns. I want you, I want you to have fun with this thing. It's you know, I was the kid that always took my bike apart when I was you know I went I just took it apart. I was bored. I took it you know, I'm a latchkey kid. Uh, we just did, we just did stuff. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I don't, I, I swear I could have saved Huffy millions of dollars of just, extra oh, yeah? parts, right. Cause every time I took my bike apart, there was, a, there was extra parts after I put it back together. Um, uh, this'll keep you from having that problem.
1: <laughs> Does that make the joke? It's not furniture. You can't, you can't have leftover things.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is not IKEA, right? Where they just it, they don't just happen to give you an extra part in a lower parts kit. You have exactly what you need to put the kit together. Uh, if you have extra parts, you got a problem. You and constantly,
1: wrong. I see it at gun shows and shops where I would probably say the number one thing would be people just not knowing how to put in the takedown pins, and so they. Yeah. They struggle and they just got two halves of a gun or they just slide it in or then they they buy like the cheap ones and like i like the punisher logo but i keep people keep buying like the cheap knockoff ones just because it's got a punisher logo on it or what have you and it's something from overseas and then it gets stuck in the gun and it's not gliding back and forth and you've got to actually break it to get it out and then put a mil spec one in to get it working again and People are like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to spend 50 bucks on a lower parts kit for these four pieces. And I'll usually fix it for them and take photos and give them for a couple of bucks. So I'm like, I'd rather have you have a functional AR because yours on. isn't yep. battle ready right now.
0: Yeah. No, it, it's true. Like uh for me when I was in FFL and I you know, I have people they were like, Well, I want to build my own lower. I'm like, okay, cool. I got lowers and I, I remember I'd get call. I, I would get a call hey, I need another lower parts kit. Like, you do? Like, yeah, I'm like, well, I know how many lowers you bought and I know how many lower parts kit you bought from me. Why do you need another one? Not that I'm complaining. And they're like, well, I screwed this thing up. Like, just, just come back. I've got ai got drawers of those things, right? So it's not going to cost you $55 for a lower parts kit. Uh, it, it's a buck. It, yeah, you know, it's a $1 mistake. Um, hint, it was the front P10 pin. Um, anybody's built an AR has 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 it has launched one or two or ten, um, and that was the inspiration with seeing the Oops kits
1: and hearing about like Range USA. They would have buckets of detents and springs. And I'm like, if you have to keep a bucket around, people are struggling to put this together in your class. Yeah, and there needs to be another aid to help you. And I completely agree with it being an well, aid.
0: It's funny because I'm looking. Uh, I got a couple of Oops kits up on the board. Uh, This is this is how old some of the stuff is. There, I have DPMS parts kits up on my board from when when I was an AR when I was a gun dealer, Um, and then DPMS went out of business. I mean, they're back in business now because Palmetto owns them, but it's like the old logo. (laughs) It's it's, um, that stuff was bought a while ago. Um,
1: Still
0: useful. Still useful. I mean, it's not like the parts go bad, right? But um, but I'm looking at at these things, and I'm just looking at going, oh, that's in a bag. There's a yeah, ultimate repair kits, and all the parts are just in a bag. Um, But yeah, no, if you got to carry extra parts around, there there's a there is a problem. Um, You know, when he when when this particular customer there, I go, dude, why don't you just bring your lower over, and I'll just I'll just put that in for you. yeah, but yeah, no, none of this stuff was around back then to help people build um, the builder stuff. So one thing is, is that I mean, obviously, and for everybody out there, if and I'm sorry for everybody that's on the audio side because we're holding things up. And you have no idea what we're talking about. Um, yeah, I'll have links down below of you know the product, the videos, stuff like that. Um, go check them out, or you can just hit the. Uh, the podcast on the YouTube channel, but, uh, and um, use Brandon, your coupon is, code for
1: free shipping.
0: Yeah, we have a coupon code and the, you know, we'll have the link down there. We'll have a coupon code. So that way you can, you can get some free shipping, but I mean, now, Brendan, this is something that you, you obviously sell on your website, but this is starting to hit a little more mainstream now.
1: Luckily I, mean, I call it getting discovered, but
0: <laughs> yeah. And because, I've been on. I've been because- able to
1: be on some radio shows. I was able to do on a couple of Inventor uh, podcasts and Inventor shows because that's part of my background is the invention side of it. That I launched almost an entire invention company as I've launched this product, kind of hand in hand to follow it through. And people had seen it from scratch, seen the prototypes, seen the sales, seen the videos, and then so background to your point, uh, Classic Firearms uh, carries it. I'm on a couple different independent like pro-source sites that are gun shops that I've met around the country that then they have an e-commerce side. Optics Planet just recently picked it up and they're still uploading content to it. So it's neat to see how it's going and how it's growing because sometimes I get surprises and they're like, oh, did you see this? And I'm like, my marketing contract is working on that. Yes, it's exciting. And I'll look forward to more orders. and, And then just the pop up, the orders once in a while and a new video comes out or I'll send it to a couple influencers and I'll be laughing cuz I'll send something and sometimes it's 9 months later that then it's in a video for them and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> like I remember when I I'm donated not... that I remember when I donated that to them and then I get to look at my analytics and some views pop through and some referrals happen and I'm glad that it's continuing to work and continuing to help people
0: I mean and that that's the thing is you know I know people are looking this going OK, uh, you know, it's a product. But no, this is a product that is actually starting to make it out to major sites. Um, you know, people, people have discovered it. They're, they're now saying, OK, yeah, this is a need. I mean, obviously, you hit exactly where you needed to with this product.
1: And I tried to pair it with all the products. Like this is a complimentary product. If you're selling a strip lower, this should pop up as frequently bought with. If you're selling a lower parts kit, this should pop up because people still struggle with their first couple builds. And I've got guys that build several of them or that were armors in the military. And they're like, I still like how you organize your parts. Or like, I've got some SDI students that have bought my product. I'm like, you're in an SDI shirt. And they're like, yeah, I'm a graduate. But they're like, we like how you organize your springs. And we like your springs videos. And I'm like, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's it, it's funny because you know, like I said in the beginning, I I start in a different, you know, I, I start with which would be your step two, um, with mine. And I actually I would actually change it, trust me, off the builder board, I would actually change it because I'm like, I never thought about going because you're going you're basically going from front to back on your build. And um, I like that concept. Um, you know, you you have to do the back last because well there's reasons why they're in the back, and you know, you have to do them last. But I love the whole concept of front to back because you know I start at the middle. You know, I I always start I always start with the um, the mag release, and then I like to go right into the trigger and the hammer. Um, that's, a fun, that's reason, a fun one. Yeah. So I start right in the middle, then I go front, and I go back. And then which works for me, but if you're if you don't know, this is a logical thing. We're going right from the front, right to the back. We're gonna put our, our front D10 in you know with that with that takedown pin. And we're when we're done that, going right to right into the mag release, then we're going right into the trigger. We're just going to just keep flowing right through to the back of the rifle. And I, I agree with them. I think I think that is a great place. To start plus you want um, it to start
1: looking like a firearm you're like i want to do the grip immediately and it's like well yeah. slow down a little bit
0: yeah there's there's a let's see you're going to need you're going to need your trigger in place before you do that you're going to yeah there's, well there's plenty there's, of
1: people that have had to take stuff apart and they they put it through and they're like
0: what well when I for when i first building i couldn't tell you how many times i've had to take a trigger uh, a, a, the trigger back out because of I, you know well now something doesn't fit because i did something out of order um so no it's it's And it's that was a tough to part
1: trying to go into the parts of the news trying to get on the news i'm like hey i'm a local inventor let's feature me i'm manufacturing this i'm doing this and they're like oh it's firearm related and yeah oh they shut you down oh, yeah. and i'm like you said we could focus on safety and they're like yeah i go okay if i can focus on safety for three and a half minutes we can do the video they're like well yeah that makes sense and it would still get cut but it's like if you physically install the safety and you know the mechanism and you put it in, you are more likely to engage it, was my argument. Because oh, yeah. you know how it works. You physically put this in. You know where it's at. You know how it how it manipulate it. And they're like, yeah, we like that. And it would, still get cut. But I tried.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing is, I mean, you think about it. Putting that lower together, like you said, you know how things work, you know how they go together. Um once you get that pistol grip on and screwed in first thing you're doing is you're testing your you're, you're testing the safety because you're making sure that the detent's riding along the groove and it's it's clicking in and out and how many people just flip it once a minute? no i'm in there just i i flip it like three or four times just yeah man i don't know it's like it's like sheldon's knock of a door right he's gotta knock three times i gotta flip that safety like three times i don't it just is um how many times are you testing it? your trigger then? Uh probably about three or four times. <laughs> um, because because when I'm testing my trigger, I have my hand over the top and you know on a controlling that hammer. And yeah, it's probably about three or four times um testing that trigger. I'm with you. And then and then I'm testing it with the safety, and yeah, it's just I don't know, it's, it's just one of those things. But that's what you find out like on an AR, the safety of an AR is stupid simple. Right? I mean, it's you have a cutout that allows the trigger to move. <laughs> you rotate it, the trigger physically is pinned down that it can't it can't move. Um so I mean it's just one of those things of you learn how you learn how that gun works. Yeah. Um, and I think
1: it's cool. worth it for people to see that too. Like hey this is mechanically disadvantaged that you can't do it. And maybe it even make them feel more safe about it.
0: Yeah, well, even not even just more safe about it, but when something goes wrong, they're going to know it. They're going to know they're going to know that something's wrong with this gun because they built it, they've tested it, they've worked with it. Um, something just didn't feel right, and then that becomes the the next adventure of okay, what was it? Um, but no, I love I, I love that because I. I I so want more people to, to, to build guns. Um, just because it's a it's a great hobby to do. Yeah. You know, the, the sense of pride of saying, I did that is huge. I, I just I just want people to have that. We we've become so easy of just let the guy do it, right? Um building a gun is not hard. It the hardest part about building a gun is the fear right up front. So, um, and that's what I love about products like this because it, it, you're still gonna have that fear, but now it's like I have, I have reinforcement right there. You know, I'm not gonna screw this up because it's right there. So, well, anyways, how can people find you? I mean, we've we, we've been talking about the product. We know it's we know it's out at Optics Planet, a couple other places. We talked about how can people find you.
1: We're going to follow your link and then it's actually got your affiliate portal and then make sure you're putting in the coupon code for the Road Banshee, which is just simplified as the I R- <laughs> I
0: don't
1: like being dyslexic, but it comes out. So TRB and then there's a ability to do click on for free shipping and that way I'll get it right out and then you guys can enjoy it. Awesome. And uh, Even your first video led to some new customers and new subscribers. So there, there's people that really like the product and it's continuing to grow. And it's it's helping people, which is what matters. Otherwise, I wouldn't have spent the time and effort on it to keep it going. It's it's out there. Like I said, the date night ability, the ability to teach your kids. Like I've had dads buy two packs because they're like, I'm going to sit my 12 year old, 11 year old down this weekend and we're building
0: ARs. I'm like, that's awesome. That's <laughs> Awesome. That's so awesome. I love that. I love that. But kids, when you go to school, don't say you're at home building guns over the weekends. Unless
1: you go to like <laughs> private school or something. i <laughs> where they are yeah, okay it. with it.
0: Well, even, even in private school, gets a little weird sometimes too. Like, um, I remember, so this is going back into the 80s. I used to shoot trap on Wednesday nights. Well, gym class was Thursdays. Okay. So I'd show up to gym class and I'd have a bruise from shooting 12 gauge. Um, and uh, yeah, I get the, what's going on? What? Well, you get this bruise. I'm like, oh, I was out shooting trap last night. Wednesday night's trap night, it's leak night. And are like, Really? Like, I remember. um I remember one time. I, I'm a kid. I didn't know. I didn't know what, was, what they were asking I me. Mean, you know, I'm in fourth grade. Yeah. And then I, I remember hearing my father going, "No, we actually shoot trap Wednesday nights. Here's the scorecards." And, and uh, I'm like, I, I all suddenly uh, it hit me what they were talking about as a kid. Like, what do they think. I remember. I remember sitting in front of the teacher going, "Do they think like, you're hitting me?" <laughs> And the teacher's like, well, we have to investigate. I go, don't you think I have bruises anywhere else but <laughs> <Really>? my shoulder? <laughs> it's
1: like the Chris Farley thing, not here or here. But...
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, now, everybody definitely go check this stuff out. Because, I mean, even when I, I launched the video for this thing, um, the comments came in pretty quick Good. about, the, like, this is, this is, a cool idea um so everybody definitely go check this thing out um I, I absolutely love this i when i when i go to teach ars now it's it's going to be off of this because it just lines everything up it makes everything so much easier
1: and if you're yeah. a gun shop there's wholesale deals so <laughs>
0: there you go and then there's there's a couple of ffls that, that do watch the show so guys go check go check them out and if you uh, and any of you ffls need uh need to get in touch with them um we'll have his website down below or you can just contact me i'll get you in touch with him as well now just to loosen things up i like to do a speed round at the end now i say speed round speed round sometimes means we're, we're going to talk about guns for twenty more minutes sometimes it's just a speed round <laughs> so the speed round is going to be four this or that questions, and then one thinking. Is question. this like your polls? Just so I'm prepared. No, no. Okay, it's
1: just I'm doing decent at your polls on 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 YouTube. Like I, I try to always yeah, they, answer yeah. them.
0: So so for everybody out there, what he's talking about is on most of the time on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I have uh, I have uh, trivia questions on on the YouTube channel on the on the community channel uh, on the community side of it um sometimes the, the i i get busy during my day job and they all get released on like friday or saturday um but i've been better i've been trying to get better at that but no it's not a poll it's not it's something that's just this or that questions yay okay yep. so nine millimeter or 45 nine millimeter 223 or 308 308 oh really See, my a 9mm and a 308. I was expected, I would have expected. I'm going to shoot and my
1: 9 faster. I'm going to have a higher capacity, but my 308, I'm confident with the range. I like the mags better. Even like, I hate to say it, but like, I'll be watching movies. Like, I, luckily, my wife loves action movies. And I'm like, oh, look at a 308. And she's like, quit calling guns out. Like, I don't care. I'm like, yeah, but the villain has got a 308. Like, that's badass. Like, that's, that's way badass. better. <laughs>
0: So for shotguns, pump action or semi-auto?
1: I got to choose, don't I? You do. Man, I've got so many stories each way. <laughs> I'm going to go with-
0: this one. I'm going to make it this way. When you walk up to a table and there's a pump action and a, and a semi-auto, which one are you reaching for first?
1: The pump action because I could do something with it
0: see this is what's killed me so i know you're a three gunner right is, so totally- i
1: i run an open shotgun. shotgun i have a 30 it- round drum in my open shotgun and it shoots really fast and really pretty <laughs> i mean it's super fast i love this thing
0: because but- what's killing me is like you got a pump action a 308 and a nine millimeter i'm sitting there going <laughs> if you just hit 45 He's got heavy metal right there. Is heavy metal division?
1: That's not popular anymore. It got it's like deleted everywhere.
0: It I had a bunch of friends of that
1: shot three hundred eight and heavy, and I've even been in indoor matches. And my buddy, a light fixture fell from the ceiling for the percussion he was causing in this indoor range.
0: Yeah, um, I don't. It's funny. Right before the podcast, I had it sitting here. I have a. I there's times I've had to take a break off of my three hundred eight. Um, because even it, even it gives it gives me headaches. <laughs> um, but no, it's um, it's it, it's funny because last week on the podcast was uh, Diana Muller, nice um, three gunner, um, and at the end when we were talking about stuff, I'm like, okay, I I know you're an attack ops shooter, but I'm going to take you out of attack ops and you're going to go with three gun, you're going to go heavy metal. And she's like, okay, and we started asking questions about heavy metal and. And she's just like, Yeah, I just like my tech ops. <laughs> um,
1: she's great if you're getting ready to do a news interview and you need to reach out for like things to say and not say and gotcha stuff. Cause she's helped me with a couple of my interviews because I'm like, Hey, I've got this coming up. And she's like, Here's these 12 points, and here's the gotcha stuff, yeah. and then be prepared. I was like, Wow, that that was super informal
0: and super helpful. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's an amazing person. Um uh just just as a shooter, as just a human being, and as a two A advocate, um, she's—I'll I, I tell you—it's—it's it, it, it's hard to keep up with her. Like, I mean, she just—you ask her a question, she she's got the answer like instantly, <laughs> and she has already figured out like all your follow up questions before you Dang. before you even know that you have a follow up question. Um yeah, no, she's she's awesome.
1: Completely agree. Um,
0: all right, so for here, I'm gonna defend deck- my shotgun thing though. Okay, good. It strictly your
1: shotgun. goes back into like the reliability of it, and then I had to shoot a Mossberg 500A for so many years that I'm like attached to it, and that's like my bedside gun, and what I like training people on, and then you can you can change your loads easier. But I mean, I like the semis, and then even my my semi-auto shotgun, I have a 14 round tube for my uh tack ops that I used to shoot and now I shoot open because I got beat by a kid last year and I went home and bought a shotgun and switched <laughs> divisions. <laughs> and then just opens fun. Um I, yeah so we're going nine three oh eight pump and then what's the fourth question?
0: Hearing protection. Plugs or muffs. Oh God, that's so tough. You see, and that's the tough thing. So let's let's change it up.
1: No, I. You're, that's
0: you're, no, no. let's change it. Or I'm going to change the question up because there's so many, it depends on that question. Let's assume an outdoor range. Changes I've been wearing bit.
1: my ISO tune in the ear ones the last year. Cause I luckily won them off of a prize table that they donated to the Indiana multi-gun circuit. Um, Sometimes they don't last all day, but I've really liked them. But the only reason I don't wear over the muffs is I, I have a big head and I still get a headache by the end of the day. So I switched yeah, I to have, the plugs.
0: I have the problem with the, you know, cause they, they gotta, they're so tight to get that seal. Um, and for me wearing glasses well, you should be, you're, everybody's going to be wearing glasses because gonna yeah. have eye protection. Um,
1: but the mom's get in your way with shotguns and rifles too. Like my kid, does, but, I've got my kid shooting rifle pretty well. And he's like <sighs> knocking yeah, stuff over. And I'm like, man, we got to figure this out.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because I hate, because um, I'm mostly, I, I like to say I'm a, I'm a pistol person who wants to be a rifle person. Right. So for me is all going, I, I used to have molded in ear when I was a kid. I didn't like it mostly because I was little when I, I was 10 when I got those well when I was 10 you know from like 10 to like 12 you know i grew like four sizes um so I didn't like them so i just wore muscle all the time but it's not now getting older um i am going back to the in ears and i got i got a great set of in ears um right here I hear they're like around.
1: medically made now and they've got the decibels fixed and there's a lot well to these
0: it. are these are from esp these are expensive. These are expensive. Uh these are these are like $2500. Right.
1: Um
0: but for me I've got some hearing loss. I mean getting old. I mean Walkman generation, you know? I mean I grew up I grew up in Philly. We used to go to concerts just because we were bored. We didn't even care what band was playing. Um you know, just wait for the first band to start playing and scalpers were selling tickets really cheap. Um but uh yeah, we never had Earring protection, we never had earring protection. But
1: I'm yeah. gonna go with the, the in the ear, but if they're on a necklace, like I prefer that, that way I can keep them and still hear people. And then, because I run in electronic, like I'm also running ARs and the buffer springs, like depending on if you're too close, you'll hear that spring, yeah. And it's, you will. it's almost too much sometimes. Or I was arguing with somebody the other day, I'd shot at Range USA for a Chris Vector and it was suppressed. But I had muffs on it. I'm like, I can hear something reciprocating in this. And they're like, it doesn't have a, a buffer. And I was like, I- I'm telling you, you put your ear on that thing with the electronics, like you, it's it's it, you can hear something in it There's mechanically a mechan-
0: loud. Yeah, I see, and that's what I like about these things. Um, I don't have so for me, I have hearing loss. I have hearing aids that I wear. I started wearing. Um, those are actually hearing aids that have the sound suppression system in them. Good. So when I had those made, they're they're molded to my ears. So they're really comfortable to wear all day. Um, and then um, I sent them my hearing test and they programmed those for my hearing loss. Whoa. So that way, you know, the, the, the frequencies I don't hear very well, they're programmed into that for me. So when I'm talking at the range, I get, Full sound, That's and then awesome. they have a compression. Um, but yeah, they're not on a string, and uh, I thought that was going to be weird at first, but I got over it. Especially if they're since comfortable; they're still,
1: they, they stay in perfectly well. So
0: yeah, yeah, they're comfortable. The only thing about them is that they take hearing aid batteries; they're not rechargeable. Okay. At first, I thought that I thought that was going to kind of suck. Um, but honestly, um, I can go. I think like 12 hours straight with it. That's awesome. So because they're hearing aid batteries. Um, but no, it, it's, yeah. But no, the the, the hearing protection, protection has changed so much. and definitely uh, electronic. Um, I, I love electronic hearing aids
1: that's what's Uh, funny. Even training people is I'll give them electronic muffs and they didn't know they existed. And they're like, Oh my God, I can hear you. Like I've always, I didn't like going shooting because I couldn't hear the instructor. I couldn't hear what was going on. I was like, yeah, this is way better. And we can just talk normal and you can actually get the steps I'm telling you and to move your foot and to watch your trigger. Cause otherwise you're like, you're yelling at them and they're like, you could see people being intimidated or taking like a, a woman or a kid. And it's like, the electronics made such a difference in just instruction.
0: Yeah, I had a I, uh, three or four weeks ago. I had a, a first time shooter. I took out good and gave him some electronic earmuffs. And um, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm turning them on. Put, you know, he puts them on, and I'm like, can you hear me? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they're. He's like, that's cool. What's going to happen when the gun goes off? You're gonna find out in about a minute here, <laughs> but he loved it. it. You know, it just compressed that shot, and it's just, it, they're they're so amazing. Agreed. But, anyways, for the for your final question, this is your thinking question. I'm gonna take you to the world's largest armory, and armory? in this armory, armory, okay. gotcha. In this armory, has one of anything that has ever thrown a projectile. It could be anything from it could be anything from Dennis the Menace's slingshot all the way to the deck gun off of the Missouri. And it has been cleared by every possible agency in the world. You can take whatever you get. You get one and you can take it. It's yours. You're allowed to own it. I'm going to go. You're going to have one. What are you taking out of this armory? I'd probably say like one of the original,
1: was. like Colt 1911s, like one that still has like nice. the under thousand serial number that like Colt actually worked on and like, You're he actually well, yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it's, it's such a cool piece. Yep. And then like, if I was just saying I'd want something, I'd want like a scar heavy, like, cause I'm actually gonna take that as a battle rifle, but for actually a show piece that you could use, and it, it's weird because I've liked shooting since I was four. Like we used to tie uh, water balloons to a swing set and we'd shoot them with a BB gun back when you could climb on your, your roof with a gun and no one cared and yeah. we'd And
0: or play with or play with lawn darts.
1: Yeah. I, I was a little <laughs> bit past that. Luckily, You're or the bad other bad one bad. I would okay. do is if I could get my hands on one of like Elvis's competition pistols. Like, I think that would have been yeah. cool. Like it was so neat that he was a shooter and I don't know if he was a deputy yeah. or what he was, but it's like, like at, that's so neat when there's like a famous person that then shooting in their backyard. I'm like that would be a neat piece to have one of his
0: like competition pistols. See, I, I love this question because it's so funny hearing how everybody justifies their decision. Um, two times we've had the Gal 8. So the Gal 8 is the Gatling gun on the front of the A-10 Warthog.
1: Nice. Oh man. That'd um, be, I'm sure that's heavy.
0: Well, the I, I think the second person that chose the Gal 8 explained it best why he uh, why he wanted it. So he's a pilot. And he Good. figures that if he has the Gal 8, you gotta give him the aircraft with it.
1: Like oh.
0: okay. okay, I can I'll, I remember, that, I'll right? remember that. Um but yeah, I had uh like Gabby Franco wanted a uh the old time Gatling guns.
1: Those are sweet.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it, just talking to people, just listening to them choose that gun. I, I had um, one time we had someone for, um, oh, God, what's the gun? In Aliens that shot a okay. 10-millimeter case. He wanted that. Um and I'm like, it was funny. When he was on the interview, he had like Aliens 2 and Aliens 3 posters right behind him, too, on the wall. So now, um, now you know more.
1: I like the yeah, Gatling gun was invented by a dentist.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, you think about all those early guns, and you're like, "What do you mean a pacifist invented a gun?" <laughs> like, it, it just—it it was amazing how we got to where we are as an industry, and the people who got us there are some of the most unlikely people. And so,
1: blowback operated well, I, and the rolling system there's some neat things that are out even now that people are like oh this is really this is different
0: i mean you think about it just just imagine what's going to be out in 30 you know another 30 years it it, it's it's going to be sci-fi time at that point at the rate that we're going so well anyways man thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us today uh like we said earlier everybody. Go check out the links down below. We got a lot of stuff for you to go check out and uh, and see the AR builder board. Definitely, man. If you are looking at building, or if you get someone who has really, you want to push into building, go check these things out, man. They they're 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 awesome. Brian uh, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: You got any gun jokes to leave us with?
0: I don't, but I hear you're the comedian.
1: Uh I'll tell my new favorite one but uh did you know that ladders are 12 times more dangerous than firearms?
0: Well, why are they 12 times more dangerous?
1: They just are so I purposely bought an extra dozen guns in case someone tries to sneak a ladder in my house.
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome. All right with that uh everybody definitely check out all the links we have for down for you below brendan again once one last time thank you for joining us see you jason brendan came up with a great product i really do like this i know i said it a lot during that podcast but i really believe in this product i mean that just tells you how much i believe in it i really do wish i had come up with this because it's well just an amazing product Uh, i mean just lay your parts out got a diagram of how to put them together Really super cool product. So go check out the AR Builder Board. I have a link down below. Now, for the product of the podcast is, well, guess what? The AR Builder Board. This thing's cool. When we were talking after the podcast, Brendan and I, I got a sneak peek at what he's working on. He held a couple of things up. He's got some cool things. I mean, just because he's got the AR Builder Board doesn't mean he's stopping with ARs. Just got to have to check out what he's got coming up in the future, man. its it, it, He's putting a lot of work into this product. And I really do appreciate it. Now, we did promise a giveaway. And what we're going to give away? AR hey, Builder Board. So in order for you to win this thing, you're going to need to go to my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash at the Rogue Banshee slash community. That's the community tab. A lot of people out there know the community tab because I put stuff out there. You heard me talk about this in the podcast. Three times a week, I put trivia questions out there. Well, I'm going to put a trivia question about this podcast out there. You're going to need to check it out. It is going to happen on Wednesday. This Wednesday is going to happen. I'm going to put a question out there, and that question, the answer of that question, is in this podcast. The first person to answer correctly. And they're going to have to type it in there, right? You're going to have to type it in there. They're going to win an AR builder board. We're going to send you out an AR builder board. It's a super cool product. Definitely go check out the community tab on Wednesday. Answer the question correctly in the comments. You're going to win an AR builder board. Not the comments for this video. You got to go over to the community tab in order to win this thing. So go check that out. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, click that link right there. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, click that video right there. That video is, well, the AR Builder Board. Go check it out. It's a super cool video. For everybody else, the link's down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there. and Look forward to talking to you again soon.